Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 28th of December 2019. And the title of this episode is Controversial Opinions and the Weird Week. Audio EXP is Geek Native's highlight show. This means we discuss RPG news and geek culture. Last week was busy, with lots of publishers and studios rushing to get things done before Christmas. This is the weird week. It's that time between Christmas and New Year when many offices are closed. As a result, there's maybe less news than usual, but there's plenty of homebrew blog content from the community. We're also continuing our look at the best-selling RPGs of the year. By the time that this podcast is over, you will know the best-selling modern genre RPGs, pulp RPGs, superhero RPGs, and western-themed RPGs. We had the 50th genre police published on Geek Native this week. That's an impressive run from Ben, and he's the smart author behind the whole series. Genre police began as a way to intelligently examine genres, looking at the tropes, the history, and the lessons from each one, so that as GMs, we might run better games. The 50th article is called Remembering the G. It reminds us that in RPG, the G stands for game. It's okay to get all academic about defining the traits of gothic horror, for example, but we must not forget the gameplay. So, Genre Police this week looks at board games and the surprising number of RPG lessons we might take from them. As always, it's one of my favourite articles of the week and it's worth checking out. You will find the link in the show notes. In terms of RPG news, there are three headlines that I picked up this week. Let's start with a Christmas story. Dream Realm Storytellers, who you might know for their brutal Viking 5e setting or their source book about evil, published a free one-shot called Saving Christmas. So, if you have to run a 5e game at short notice this holidays, it might be worth checking out. Expect evil gingerbread men and trees that eat toys. Modifius has published a deluxe edition of the Rangers of Shadow Deep. Now, Rangers of Shadow Deep is a skirmish game with RPG elements by Joseph McCullough. That's the same designer who does Frostgrave, another skirmish game. Now, Frostgrave is published by Osprey. Rangers of Shadow Deep had, until now, been published by McCullough himself. So, we've got the news that the deluxe edition exists and it brings together a batch of rules with new art under one book. It's also news that the ever-hungry Modifius is involved now. Now, Free League Publishing, who initially published Mutant Year Zero with Modifius, but who seemed to be doing more and more on their own, gave us an update for the Alien RPG. This is the official Alien RPG. It's been out for less than a month, and it's sold out, although you still might find copies in local retailers. But don't worry, a new print run is incoming, and Free League expect their warehouse in the UK to be restocked by the end of next month. Also, for next year, we can expect a new cinematic adventure from them called The Destroyer of Worlds, as well as a source book all about colonial marines. I didn't classify it as a headline, but I think it's worth pointing out that Humble Bundle has a deal on Adventures in Middle-Earth right now. That's the official 5e-powered Lord of the Rings RPG. The publishers, Cubicle 7, are giving up the license, 
so there won't be any more of the game. And this bundle might be your last chance to finish or even to start your collection. Now, the title of this week's show talks about controversial opinions. And there's a few I want to headline here. Perhaps it was foolish, but this week I tackled the question, can the Dungeon Master have a player character? I have a firm view on this, but I recognise not everyone agrees. I argue a DM cannot have a PC. It's clear cut for me. A DM knows the plot. A DM controls the monsters, the NPCs, knows the map to the dungeon and the treasure in the chest and creates the game. A DM is not a player. They are a participant, yes, but they are not a player. They create the world for others to play in. Therefore, a character that the DM controls is always a non-player character, by definition. Now, some DMs might have a reoccurring character that essentially acts as their avatar or a favourite NPC or a proxy or a wannabe PC, but it's not the same thing. Now, it's a whole other debate as to whether or not a DM should have a personal NPC that tags along with the group. And I admit there are probably a few scenarios in which this makes sense. But otherwise, it feels like a natural and tempting trap to fall into. If you disagree, then let me know on the blog in a relevant comment section. I thought Neil Litherland of Talking 10 made a good point that might encourage disagreement this week too. Neil wrote to urge players not to bring antagonism to the table. In summary, Neil suggests that if you wouldn't do it at work, don't do it in-game. The argument is that your character will be left out. If they're a git and not worth the trouble, then you'll eventually be left behind at an inn while the rest of the party goes off and have adventures. And up until you get to that point, it won't be fun either. This is a part of a series. The opening gambit, and perhaps the most essential part of the debate, is that as a player, you have a responsibility to create a character that actually wants to be in the adventure. Resist the urge to create a brooding loner with no ties to the group or action. It's a design skill you should develop. I agree with Neil. Players have a responsibility in the game. It's not all on the DM. Good players improve the game for other players. Bad players create obstacles. I think this is a controversial opinion because I'm, I'm sure there will be players who defend their rights to create antisocial jerks for characters. Now the thing is, you can still have an anti-hero as a PC, provided they have a reason to be there in the heart of the drama. That's why I think Neil is right. Now, every Friday, Geek Native publishes an RPG news roundup called Routinely Itemised. That's uh, that blog post about creating characters that fit in with the group from Neil and Deacon 10 was included in the discovery section of Routinely Itemised RPG 28. So if you like keeping a tab on some of the debates from the RPG and geeky blogger, blogger community that perhaps aren't big enough to be picked up by the powerhouses with professional writers and media monitoring teams, then hopefully Routinely Itemised is worth keeping an eye on. Also from Routinely Itemised 28, was a link to a discovery that Flying Buffalo have made. They found some copies of the Lost Corgi edition of Tunnels and Trolls, and they're selling these. I imagine they'll go quickly, so if you're a collector, you'll be almost certainly interested. Another bit of news from Routinely Itemized is that the 2019 Bampfeats are open. This is a public poll to find the best superhero RPG product of 2019. You can go and vote.
Right, speaking of charts and 2019 successes, let's finish with the four genres of RPGs that we have bestseller data for published this week. The top three best-selling modern genre RPGs published in 2019 are Shadowrun, the Sixth World Core rulebook, Changeling, the Lost Second Edition, and Sion Second Edition. That means the top two fantasy and modern genre RPGs published this year are the same RPGs. How did that happen? Well, firstly, Catalyst Game Labs and Onyx Publishing can tag their games however they want. Shadowrun is a game set in the near future, while also rich in fantasy elements, and Changeling is a straight-up urban fantasy game. Will the top three pulp RPGs be similar? Nope, not at all, except we have another Onyx Path publishing success. In position one, there's Dragon Blooded, What Fire Hath Wrought. In position two, there's Carbon 2185, the Cyberpunk RPG. And in position three, there's Solar Blades and Cosmic Spells by Gallant Knight Games. Moving on to superhero RPGs, we see Gallant Knight Games again. The top three best-selling superhero games published this year are Tiny Supers by Gallant Knight Games, City of Mist Core Bundle, and Ready, Fight, an unarmed combat supplement for Genesis. Now, to round up the podcast, let's look at the top three selling Western RPGs published this year. They are Strange Adventures by Hunters Entertainment, the Master Class Codex, 16 new character classes for your 5th edition campaign by N Publishing, and Icarus, How Great Civilizations Fall, again by Hunters Entertainment. These genres all feel nicely competitive, but we've not finished the 2019 analysis yet, so tune in next week for some interesting discoveries. Until then, take care. Bye.